0: what's up everybody welcome back to another week of all in or all out uh my name is kevin harris thanks for tuning in this week um i just want to say a big thank you uh to to all you that hit the play button and listen and been following uh much appreciated. Uh, this week uh, is going to be a little different. Uh, mainly uh, this week, life, the season of life that I'm in right now has uh, picked up tremendously. Uh, so I've been uh, super busy. So I didn't have time to uh, really prepare something. But I did want to read through. Um, I just want to kind of be encouraging and read through some quotes that I have, uh, in my phone, uh, that I put in there as I go that I pick up from other people. Uh, some, uh, may be original, so the bad ones are probably mine, but, uh, but I'm going to go through them and, you know, may take a, take a moment and elaborate on some of them. Uh, but that's, that's the plan this week, and I hope these quotes uh, mean, you know, can take meaning and, and root in your life, and maybe give you something to uh, hang on to and, and kind of cling to. Uh, so here we go. I'll start with the first one I've got. It says, "I can't," but he never said I could. He can, and he said he always would. And obviously, we're talking about uh, God, and you know, giving you know, turning everything over to him and and that he can and I can't. It's just that, you know, that simple. I can't, but he never said I could. He can, and he said he always would. So, you know, <clears throat> he always said he'd never leave us nor forsake us, and that's what we're talking about there. Uh, the next one, if God can turn a basket into a buffet with food to spare talking about feeding the five thousand, if God can turn a basket into a buffet with food to spare, don't you think he can do something with your five loaves and two fish of faith? think about that and it's you know elaborating on uh when when Jesus fed the five thousand with basically what they say a lot of a lot of preachers say a lunchable um, you know with five loaves of bread and two fish and uh he blessed it and they started passing it out and it just kept going and going and uh you know that's not including the the women and children that were there, but just said the uh you know five thousand men. Um and so if God can turn a basket into a buffet with food to spare, it says they had a lot of food left over. Uh, don't you think he can do something with your five loaves and you two fish of faith? So when you think you don't have a lot of faith and, you know, but God can multiply that faith. You put your faith in God and he can take what little faith you have. It says faith of a mustard seed uh, can move mountains. And uh, so you give it to God and, and let him do with it and let you know your faith and believing that uh, be able to uh, feed thousands. So uh, it's not that diamonds are a girl's best friend, but it's your best friends that are the diamonds, and, and that's so true, man. Finding a good best friend, someone you can trust and put your faith in, somebody you can talk to, uh, somebody you can share your deep darkest secrets and thoughts, and and that's there to comfort you sometimes. Uh, You just need them to listen. Uh, And then there's times that they encourage you. Uh, So it's not that diamonds are a girl's best friend, but it's your best friends that are the diamonds. Uh, Life is like an elevator. Sometimes you have to stop and let people off. Uh, This is talking about people in your life. Um. You know, we go through different seasons of life and and, you know, there's some people that uh, come into our life and they're good for us and they help us through a season and and then things change and and maybe uh, they're not so good. Maybe it turns toxic or whatever the case is. Um, But life is like an elevator. Sometimes you have to stop and let people off. So just remember that you got somebody in your life that you need to let off the elevator. Go ahead and hit the uh, hit the floor number and and drop them off and keep going. You always gain by giving love. You never go wrong. Um, <clears throat> you, you, you never go wrong when when giving someone share you know loving someone or or caring for someone and um, you know not enough people do it. Uh, you'll never, you know, it's like that saying, I don't have it in here, but, uh, always go the extra mile cause you'll be all alone or you'll be the only one there. Um, so, uh, always gain by giving love, love first, and then we'll figure it out. Uh, we love because he first loved us, which is God, <coughs> We love because we're imitating made God's image and he loved us first so we love uh, Satan can't bother someone at feet of Jesus. Pretty sure I got that one from Miss Red. Um, always remember your focus determines your reality. And you think about that for a second Now obviously our, our focus uh, in life should be should be focused on Jesus, which becomes our reality. but if you think about it, if we focus on, let's say, negativity, that becomes our re- reality. You know, we become negative Nancy. We're always the one saying, you know, we're the naysayers. And uh, so, if that's your focus, then that's going to be your reality. If your focus is, let's say, sports, uh, your focus is your kids and their sports, or, or whatever the case may be, if that's your focus, That's going to be your reality. Everything's going to revolve around it. Or if your focus is your kids, like your life's going to revolve around them and they become your God. Uh, So think about that. Always remember your focus and determine your reality. And I know I went by pretty quickly, but the one before where Satan can't bother, bother someone that defeated Jesus. Remember that. If we're at the feet of Jesus, we're, you know, focused on him, following him, then, you know, it's harder to get to us. harder to mess with us when we stay closer to him. So Satan uh, can't bother someone at the feet of Jesus. Uh, I'd rather be labeled as a fake for being real than being praised as a real for being fake. And, and that's just, you know, just like it says, like, you know, I'd rather people, you know, think that I'm fake when I'm really being real because the truth always wins It never fails. The truth will always come out. And I remember a season of my life where, and and maybe I can do a podcast on this, but like I tried so hard for the truth to come out about a situation or something I went through, tried so hard for it to come out that I ended up looking like a fool, and ended up making things worse, but, you know, I should have just went on and and let them label me as whatever they wanted to, but know that the truth always wins, um, but I'd rather be labeled as a fake for being real, than being praised as real for being fake, so you don't like, no one likes someone who is, you know, in the limelight, or everybody's looking up to, and, and praising them, and Giving them props, and in reality, they're just, um, they're, they're not, you know, who they say they are, or portray they, themselves to be. Uh, Satan can only attack what you keep a secret, but he can attack what is brought to light. So that's just being real. If you're, you know, if you're being transparent, like what, you know, who can, you know, if you're transparent with, with everyone, then nobody can call you a liar. There's nothing to attack. You know, you can't attack your integrity or <clears throat> or anything like that. So uh so Satan can only attack what you keep in secret, but he can't attack what's brought to light. So just stay transparent. And, and there's nothing, you know, nothing no one can say as long as you're honest and transparent, and everybody sees that, then, then you know, how can they attack you? What can they attack? Uh, everyone comes with baggage. Find someone who loves you enough to help you unpack. Man, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in that. Everyone comes with baggage. We all have our problems. We all have our issues. And, and this is for you know, for single people, or even with friends, and when you're looking for friends, man, everybody's gonna come uh, with problems, issues, a past, and everything like that. Uh, but the goal is to find someone who loves you enough to help you unpack all that, help you to deal with all that, to help walk through uh, with you uh, through all that. It doesn't get easier, you just get stronger. So as long as you keep fighting keep going uh it may seem like it's getting easier but it's because you're getting stronger transparency increases credibility and accountability so the more we you know i've talked about this before and i did a little bit earlier <coughs> but transparency uh You know, it it, it increases like people know that you're about truth and telling the truth and nobody's going to doubt when you say something, they can take it to the bank. You know, they're not doubting you or, you know, the person that cried wolf or whatever, Uh, but it increases your credibility and your accountability. Act as if what you do makes a difference because it does. It does. We got to remember that sometimes, uh, we don't realize, uh, the impact we have on people. And, and I, th- I was thinking earlier about a conference I listened to or went to, gosh, probably five years ago, but, uh, they talked about, you know, do you, do you really know like the influence you have on people? Like, have you ever sat down and thought about, the impact or the influence you have. Cause we all do, we all have influence on someone, whether it's our kids, whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's coworkers, there's somebody that's looking to us and counting on us to make a difference and see how we act and see what we do. So act as if what you do makes a difference because it does. Remember that it does. Success goes to your head and failure goes to your heart, man. It's so true. Sometimes we get caught up in in the in our uh, success, and, and our egos get inflated, and you know we think we're bigger than what we are. And it goes straight to our head. But man, the second we fail, the second we feel like we've done wrong, or the second we feel like we've been knocked down, man, it goes straight to our heart. And our heart takes a takes a beating sometimes uh, when we feel like we fail. Uh, next one, take things seriously, but not personally. Uh, you know, that's a good one. I feel like I've had that conversation uh, uh, before with, with people. And, and uh, you know, you you when you're talking to someone, you can take them seriously. But once you start taking it personally, it, it takes on a whole nother level of meaning a whole another level of, of feelings being heard and, and things like that. Um, next, it's hard to do the right thing, but easy to do the wrong thing. Um, can't remember, I remember talking with one of the customers at work about that. But it's hard to do the right thing, but easy to do the wrong thing. Man, how true is that? How, how true is it that when something comes up, maybe you made a mistake or something, how hard is it? to own up to that mistake, to tell the truth. And how easy would it be to cover it up or to lie about it or to move on from it? You know what I mean? So remember, it's hard to do the right thing, but easy to do the wrong thing. You only fail when you stop trying. <laughs> so much truth in that, man. You you don't, like earlier, I, I think one... um uh, we were talking about, um, you know, it gets, you know, it doesn't get easier. You get stronger. Um, uh, what was it? I don't remember which one it is, but, um, but you know, you only fail when you stop trying, when we, um, give up on ourselves or just give up in general, like, You know, just because we made a mistake doesn't mean we failed. Just because what we talk about all the time, fail forward, learn from it, and, you know, regroup and do it again. Uh, So you you don't want to stop trying. You never stop trying. Don't matter. It doesn't matter if it it ain't going your way or if it doesn't seem like it's ever going to work. You don't fail until you stop trying. And the decision you make today will determine the stories you tell tomorrow. Man, how, how true is that? So the decision that you make today, the things the decisions we make today of what to do, what to say, where to go, um, determine the stories that we'll tell tomorrow. You know what I mean? So what we do now is what we're going to the stories we're going to be telling, you know five, 10, 15 years down the road. So think about that. So make sure the stories that you want to tell in 10, 15, 20 years are stories of, you know, of, you know, what you learned, uh, people you helped, uh, decisions you made for the good, uh, lifting people up, positivity, those kind of things. So just think about the stories you want to tell your grandkids or great grandkids. Uh, Those stories are, are being determined right now by your decisions. Uh, always remember you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, and more beautiful than you imagine. Love more than you know. Think about that, man. That That's something, you know, we can write on the mirror and read every day. Always remember you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, more beautiful than you imagine, and love more than you know. And uh, so true, so true. Uh, friends are like a four-leaf clover, hard to find and lucky to have. And, and that's true, man. We've talked about friends, support group, things like that. They're hard to find. Uh, they're like a four-leaf clover, hard to find and lucky to have. Uh, people would rather follow a leader who is real than one who is always right. That's a Craig Rochelle quote. Uh, that that he does in, in leadership, one he did when he first started doing the leadership podcast, one I've always remembered and stuck with is people would rather follow a leader who is real than one who is always right. And that's so true, man. So true. If you're real to people and show your real emotions and, you know, transparency, transparency, you know, we always talk about transparency. So, people would rather follow a leader who is real than one who is always right uh just remember to celebrate the small victories along the way to the big ones and man that's one that that i've struggled with time and time again and and one that you know uh when i meet with my uh my mentor uh he keeps a flag um flag by his american flag and Anytime I talk about, you know, something that went good or went right, man, he pulls it out and he waves it in victory. Because sometimes we forget that even the small things, when things go good or things go our way or go right, man, it's a victory. It may not be the victory for the big thing we're shooting for, or the big thing we're going for or going after, but it's still a victory. And we've got to celebrate those, encourage ourselves and keep going. So remember to celebrate the small victories along the way to the big ones. Satan can't be bothered So, someone that defeated... Uh, we talked, did I go backwards? Satan can't bother someone that defeated Jesus. Uh, we talked about that. And I got twisted. Alright, we try to keep Jesus out of everything because we don't want to step on toes, which means... They aren't walking. So we try to keep Jesus out of everything because we don't want to step on toes, which means we're not walking. So if you stand up for what you believe and do what you know is right and what you feel you know God's calling you to do or, or feel that is the next right thing, uh, you're going to step on toes. But if nobody's mad at you or nobody's, you know, trying to, you know, bring you down or, or whatever, that means that, that you're not walking, that you're not trying to do good, that nobody's, you know, because there's always naysayers. And we, and we got to remember that and know but we got to keep going. If I cannot be loved, that means I have not been loved. If I cannot be loved, that means I have not been loved. It's hard to know. If you can't love anyone or learn to love anyone, it's going to be hard for you to be loved, for you to feel love. If you can't give it, you're not going to be able to receive it. Uh, Jesus is a better friend to me than I am to him, which is so true. So true. Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory uh let's see. We pack all the heavy stuff in a bag, but walk around like it's light. Man, we do that so very well, man. We we have these, these heavy burdens uh, that we walk around with, these heavy bags, things that, that we pack away, and we walk around like they're light featherweight and just like there's nothing wrong and and it gets us in trouble when we do that we've got to find like we said earlier find someone that you love enough or someone that loves you enough to be able to unpack those bags uh this is one I, i i've said before my testimony that i thought i'd gotten so far from god that i would never make it back to him but what I realized was all I had to do was to turn around. He never left me. He never turned his back on me. I'm the one that turned my back on him, which is true for all of us if we think about it. Sometimes we, we get so far, um, you know, just so far in, in our feelings, emotions, and, you know, in our shame and guilt that we feel like that, that God's abandoned us sometimes. And, and that's not the, you know, uh, not the truth, you know, he, he's never left us. And we think we're oh so far away, but he's there waiting. All we got to do is turn around, waiting with arms wide open. Our attacks are confirmation that we are soaring above every doubt and shame we have ever have overcome so much and we are still not done. Our tax we're saying the, the tax that Satan... Uh, from satan the things that or other people that that attack us and and try to bring us down is confirmation that we are soaring above every doubt and shame we have overcame so much and we are still not done so it's just confirmation that, that we're soaring above that we're overcoming that we're achieving that we're moving forward and it's just confirmation That is Satan trying to bring us down when we're on the rise. Uh, When we fail God, when we fail, God comes and knocks on our door for immediate help. God cancels our plans to save us. Sometimes, uh, what is it, Garth Brooks' unanswered prayers? Man, some of those prayers that you think about, man, you prayed and begging God for, and then as time moved on and some distance so to come between those prayers, you look back and realize that, um, man, that that was you know what God wanted for us the unanswered prayers that, that we were begging. Um, that was His plan to save us from our own selves. God breaks our hearts to grow us closer to Him, which is true. Uh, when when we do get our hearts broken, and, and not necessarily that God breaks them, but God allows them to be broke, uh, so that that in those times uh, we're we're to draw closer to Him. Um, no problem. <laughs> this is one I've got wrote on my board. Um, I think I got it on one of my devotions or something. It's wrote on my little board that's sitting on my desk. Uh, but no problem has ever been resolved by merely worrying about it. Think about that, man. I'm telling you. I, I, I worry. I stress. But no problem has ever been resolved by merely worrying about it. Think about that. No problem has ever been resolved by merely worrying about it. I mean, you can worry all you want to, but it's not going to solve that problem. Um, Let's see. I'm not a prisoner to what I've done. I'm not a prisoner to what's been taken from me. We can't allow our past to hold us prison. We, we can't allow the things that has been taken from us to keep us held, you know held down, keep us prisoned. Um, and that's what that's saying. I'm not a prisoner to what I've done. And I'm not a prisoner to what's been taken from me. If you stop bending your knees, you will start bending your elbows. And so true, man. Once we stop, you know, getting on our knees to pray to God, we start thinking we're our own God, and we start doing the work. And that's why I'm talking about elbows. We start doing the work, trying to do the work for God. You can only hide from God by hiding in God. So stay close to God. And, and, and that's, you know, when you're in God, you know, that's, that's how you hide from God, is by being in Him. Uh, don't let the memory of your past rob you of what God has for you in your future. Man, uh, God has a plan for your life. He has a plan for everybody's life. I tell people this all the time. My dad told me this growing up. God has a plan for your life but sometimes we allow our past to rob us of the plan God has for us so don't let the memory of your past rob you of what God has for you in the future so don't let your past determine you know your future of keep holding you back or keeping you from what God has in store for you Uh, God may withhold an answer today because he knows it will lead to you being less Christ-like tomorrow. Um, Man, uh, God may withhold an answer today because he knows it will lead to you being less Christ-like tomorrow. You know, sometimes we talked about those unanswered prayers, man. Sometimes we pray and and want God to answer us. But sometimes if we get those answers, you know, what will happen to us? You know, will that cause us to be less like Christ? Will it cause us, you know, uh, to do something we're not supposed to or turn to sin or whatever? Sometimes, you know, there's a reason He doesn't answer those. If it's big enough to worry about... It's big enough to pray about. And that's a Craig Rochelle. That last one was J.D. Greer, by the way. Uh, that one's Craig Rochelle. It's big enough to worry about. It's big enough to pray about. How many times have we done that? We worry, worry, worry about something just wearing us out. But have we even given it to God? Have we even prayed about it? Think about that. The only way you can be present in the moment is to surround a past you can't change and trust a God with a future you can't control. Let me say that again. The only way you can be present in the moment is to surrender a past that you can't change and trust a God with a future you can't control. Think about that. So to be present in the moment, you have to surrender your past. You can't change your past, so you got to surrender your past And then you got to trust God in the future that you can't even control. God has it. You can't control it. God has it. So to be in the moment, you've got to let go of the past and trust God. Think about that. Uh, The world isn't looking for more dreamers. It's looking for dream makers. That's a John Maxwell quote. The world... Isn't looking for more dreamers. There's plenty of dreamers out there. Everybody's got a dream. Everybody dreams. Everybody's got big dreams. But it's looking for dream makers. So looking for those people who are willing to take that next step. To go after that dream. To fight for that dream. And to reach for that dream. So we got enough dream makers. Just not enough. Sorry. We got enough dreamers. Just not enough dream makers. So think about that. So your dreams, go for it, man. Go for it. Change the world. Do something. Do something different. You know. Don't be of the world. Uh, amount amount of shame will change your past, and no amount of worry will change your future. No amount of shame will change your past so no matter uh, so no matter you know how much shame we may feel or guilt we may have about our past it's not going to change it. it's still there our past is still there so there's no amount of shame that will change your past there's no amount of worry that will change your future man I I need to hear that Um, you know just like I said earlier, the worry, like worrying about nothing's not going to solve a problem. It's, no problem's never been solved by worrying about it. So no amount of worry will change your future. Uh, dare to dream, but please do, for dreamers are many, but doers are few. That goes along with the Maxwell quote, and that's a Brad uh, Montague, I think his name. Uh, but dare to dream... But please do, for dreamers are many, but doers are few. So true. Sharpen my axe so I don't have to swing as many times. Whew. Man, that'll preach. Sharpen my axe so I don't have to swing as many times. Oh, man. That's good stuff right there. That just means sometimes we just keep whacking away at something, wearing something out. Uh, For no reason, it's because we we dulled our, you know, dulled our mind and and our ability to, uh, you know, to sharpen, to sharpen it and only swing fewer times. Man, so good. And the last one I'm going to end with uh, is a quote by uh, my 13, well now 14 year old, 13 at the time, when she gave her testimony at school at FCA And uh, after she got through it at the end, she said, don't make your own path, let God make your path. Man, think about that, from a 13-year-old, 14-year-old, don't make your own path, let God make your path, man just sit in there for a second and just know that sometimes we try to force things. We try to make things. We try to, you know, get the shovel out and dig our own way and dig our own hole and, you know, make our own path through the woods, chopping, using machete, chopping limbs and stuff. But we're supposed to let God make our path. So, and, and that comes from, uh, you know, uh, uh, it's a quote, oh man, I went blank, Uh, but God, uh, you know, not lean on our own understanding, uh, but let God lead our path. And and that's where uh, she had gotten that from, but um, man, so I hope that some of these quotes you like some of them you can go back listen to maybe write them down for yourself put them on the mirror uh maybe they'll be uh inspiring to you and uh hopefully you'll get something out of it uh and i went uh longer than i thought i would uh so i apologize for that i'm gonna be in and out in, uh, i'm gonna be ending it now um, but I, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And like I say, hopefully some of those quotes uh, mean something to you. Uh, you can take them, hang on to them, uh, cling to them. And uh, hopefully they encourage you and motivate you uh, to the next step in your life as you move forward. Uh, and remember, you're either all in or you're all out.